Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. I'll tell you why I'm here. said, the Lord gave me a verse. He woke me up in the nighttime. I sat straight up in bed like somebody poked me in the ribs and heard this voice speaking to me. And so he said, uh, the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. He said, when I said that, that man began to weep. He said, you mean the calling is still there? He said, from God's standpoint? Yeah, he said, I know from my standpoint. Not one night, not one single night, not one night in all these years, not one night have I ever gone to bed or woke up without sensing that call on the inside of me. Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. This week we continue the teaching series from the archives by Kenneth E. Hagan, The Gifts and Callings of God. This will be a great day of faith-building teaching. Stay tuned. Plus, later in today's program, I'll give you details on how you can obtain this month's special faith-building offer. Now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. Well, I'll ask you to look at the same chapter and same verse that we have the last two nights. Amen. That's Romans 11th chapter, the 29th verse. Romans chapter 11, verse 29. For the gifts and the calling of God are without repentance. That means God doesn't change his mind. Hallelujah. He never changes. We know that. The Bible said God never changes. And so the gifts and the calling of God are without repentance. I was preaching for a pastor one time several years ago, and he was telling me about... uh, when he went to Bible school some years before because uh, he had been married a long time. His children were grown married. And so a young man went to Bible well, Actually, he was his roommate in Bible school. God called both of them to preach. Well, they got married about the time they graduated from Bible school and went out into the ministry. And this man was a very successful pastor. But his wife left him. She actually ran off with another man, another person. And in eventually, just being a young man in his 30s, he remarried. But with the religious group that he was with, if you're divorced, you can't have fellowship with him. You don't have any credentials. So they took his credentials away from him. And so he thought, well, I can't preach anymore. Being a very successful young man, he went into business and was very successful. In fact, he owned automotive, you know, distribution of new cars and uh, was very successful. And so several years, I guess I think about 12 years had gone by. And this pastor told me, he said, God woke me up in the nighttime and brought this verse to me. The gifts and calling of God are without repentance. And he said, I want you to call him. He hadn't seen him in years. Once in a while, they had crossed paths. But he said, and I want you to take this verse to him. So he said, I called him long distance and set up an appointment. And I went to see him. And after they renewed their acquaintance, you know, for a while, then he said, I'll tell you why I'm here. He said, the Lord gave me a verse. He woke me up in the nighttime. I sat straight up in bed like somebody poked me in the ribs and heard this voice speaking to me. And so he said, uh, The gifts and calling of God are without repentance. 
He said, when I said that, that man began to weep. He said, you, you, you mean the, the calling is still there? He said, from God's standpoint? Yeah, yeah. He said, I know from my standpoint. Not one night, not one single night, not one night in all these years, not one night have I ever gone to bed or woke up without sensing that call on the inside of me. Amen. You mean I can get back in the ministry? He said, you sure can. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, thank God the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. Amen. And it would be stupid to tell you the real truth about it, that uh, a person who is the innocent party would have to do all the suffering. No, thank God forevermore. Amen. Somebody said, well, now you know, and that's what they based it on. There in the third chapter of 1 Timothy, Paul gives the qualifications of the uh, pastor. And now actually called him overseer, elder. It's all the pastoral office. Bishop calls him the husband of one wife. To be a leader in the church, he said they should have only one wife. The husband of one wife. Well, he's only the husband of one wife. The other wife left him. <laughs> Amen. One translation reads, he must not be a ladies' man. <laughs> I looked up a number of those different ones. But the call, the point I wanted to make was that call was still there. That call was still on the inside of that man, burning like a fire. Amen? Because God doesn't repent. He doesn't change his mind. The gifts and calling of God are without repentance. In recent days and weeks, you know, of course, I knew and know that that verse was in there all the time. But sometimes the Holy Ghost just sort of emphasizes things to us. And for the last several weeks, the Lord just, I, I can't get off of this verse. Amen. And the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. Hallelujah. And, uh, you know, he called different ones of us to different ministries and for a different purpose. Amen. And so uh, the Lord said to me in uh, 1950, May of 1950, in an audible voice, I want you to go teach my people faith. I've taught you faith through my word. I permitted you to go through certain experiences. And you've learned faith through my word and by experience. Now go teach my people what I taught you. That call's still there. Sometimes he'll lead you to do something else. You know, for several years there, the Lord had me to have Holy Ghost meetings, which we did. And in those Holy Ghost meetings, we had one here, of course. And he said, in the daytime, teach on the subject of prayer and teach prayer both by precept and example. And so we did that. But in recent time, the Lord dealt with me to get back to the original call. Amen. Teach my people faith. Hallelujah. Praise God. And then again, three times, three times the Lord has said to me, I've sent you to minister to the sick. Hallelujah. Thank God. Three different times through the years. And well, that call is still there. Now then, whatever he calls you to do, he will equip you, or put it this way, the gifts. He'll give you the gift to enable you 
to fulfill that call. Amen. Now, there's some people, bless their darling hearts, either they weren't called or else they've been unfaithful. Amen. And then, of course, you couldn't fulfill the call. Amen. Praise God. Minister to the sick. Well, how are you going to minister to the sick? Number one, you're always going to give them the Word of God. The Word always comes first. Thank God for gifts of the Spirit, gifts of healings. Thank God for special faith. Thank God for the manifestation of the Holy Ghost. But those things don't always work for everybody. But the Word of God will always work. God's Word will work for everybody. God's Word belongs to everybody. Well, now, what does the Word say? What does the Word say? Amen. That's of foremost importance. Well, turn in your Bible. You know, the Bible said in the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established, doesn't it? Amen. All right, let's, let's look at three different references. Look at the 53rd chapter of Isaiah. The 53rd chapter of Isaiah, verses 4 and 5. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Now, if you have a good reference Bible, you'll find that many of them will tell you in the margin or the foot of the page that the Hebrew words, instead of griefs and sorrows, the Hebrew words is, surely he hath borne our sickness and carried our pain. Yet we did uh, esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. Now, notice, you know, we know that the Roman soldiers crucified him. We know that they whipped him. But this isn't something that the Roman soldiers did to him. That's just an outward something to let us know what happened really in the spirit realm. It said, we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God. You see, the cause of our sickness and diseases were laid on him. And he bore them. Amen. Just like our sins were laid on. He didn't sin. He's not a sinner. But our sins were laid on him. And he bore them. Our sickness were laid on him. We did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace is upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Hallelujah. Now coming to the New Testament, Matthew, the 8th chapter and the 17th verse, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying himself, took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Matthew, inspired by the Holy Ghost, wrote his, his gospel, according to St. Matthew. And he said that Isaiah said himself, himself, that is Jesus, took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Well, if he bore them, there's no need of both of us bearing them. He bore them that we might be free. Then in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, Peter, looking back to the cross, said, Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness. One translation of this uh, word translated righteousness means right with God. Hallelujah. 
You know, sometimes people think, you know, righteousness is some great state of spiritual development that you eventually grow into if you live long enough. No, thank God the Bible teaches us him who knew no sin was made to be sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. We are the righteousness of God in him. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. We have some books that will help you in being success in your life. And if you just accepted Christ as your Savior, these will help you to fulfill your destiny right. in life. And also, you know, we got graduations coming up. How to fulfill your divine destiny, biblical principles for accomplishing God's plan for your life. And then my book, and this is what I live by, I cannot be defeated and I will not quit. If you won't quit, you'll come out on top. That's and right. And then my dad has a CD series called The Gifts and Callings of God. And of course, dad has gone home to be with the Lord now, but we still have his ministry on CD. Yes. This is a really good series. So all three of these together is really a $47.90 retail value. Mm -hmm. That's right. But because we want to get them yes. into your hands so that they can help you, we're giving them at thirty-four ninety-five. That is that's almost almost a thirteen dollars yeah, saving. Twelve ninety-five. That's, that's so right. What, five cents for being that's a thirteen dollars right. saving. Call now one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. Don't delay. Get this powerful destiny package today. Call one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. That's one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagen, The Gifts and Callings of God. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.